I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to day three of Guitar Nerd's Gear of the Year 2017. Um, I'm your host, Mark Packham, joined this evening by Matt Knight, Jay Cross, and Joe Branton. <laughs> yes, day three. The energy level's still high. Three is my lucky number. So to uh, <laughs> This is as high as you can count, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> we should clarify. Any strings as I can play. Well, indeed. <laughs> because this is day three, you need to go back and listen to day one and day two of our gear of the year, if you haven't already, because there will be spoilers for those two days. Um, in fact, there'll be some right now. Um, so, yeah, if you haven't listened to those, go away and listen to those right now. Stop listening now. Because what we've been doing is counting down our favourite things in the categories of best guitar listener's choice best amp and weirdest gear Um, and the winners and runners up of each category so far um, have been the uh, well, the, in best guitar, the runner-up was the Epiphone Les Paul SL. The winner was the Ernie Sterling James Valentine. Um, in the reader poll, uh, listener poll even, uh, second place went to the Tate Effects Brexit Means Brexit Drive. Uh, and first place was the Boss MS3. Um, and in best amplifier, uh, second place was captured by the Orange Rocker 32 and first place by the EVH 5150 Mark III 15 Watt LBX2. Um, so... They will all be going through to Friday's final. Uh, we also did the weirdest gear category. If you, oh. I, I recommend oh. you go back and listen to that. I'm not. That gonna was t- probably the best sort of 45 minutes of podcasting out of the full five. Is it five years? We've yeah, been something this? like that. Yeah, five years. Blimey. Blimey. Put up with you for that long. Today we are counting down the best pedal uh, and something else. Our best 2017's best gear of 2016. Oh, I like that one. That's a good um, one. Where we go over last year's uh, best gear and see whether it held up this year. There's so much in those two categories. I've, I've, I'm really worried for how long we're going to be talking. It's, this, this one's going to be, be fun. So it's going to be fun. The first oh. two, the first podcast was over two hours. The second podcast, I think, was an hour and a half. Uh, let's see if we can do this in about an hour and a half. I think we can. Best pedal, however, is our biggest category so far. I think the way to kick this off is to for me to read out all the names. There's some stuff on there that I think can't qualify, so we can knock that off the list straight away, but I wanted to mention it. Um, and, uh, yeah, so here we go. Things nominated for best pedal, things in the best pedal category, potentials. Digitech Rubberneck Delay, JHS Pink Panther, Orange Fur Coat, 
Tate Electronics Booster, the Game Changer Plus Pedal, the Line 6 Helix LT, the Boss MS3, the Metaverse Electronics Warble Swell Deluxe Delay, the Pelican Noise Works 5050, the VS Audio Royal Flush Overdrive, the Ground Control Audio Amaterasu, the Rock Fabric Aqualung, the Meris Polymoon, the Echoline Everest Drive, the Old Blood Noise The Fault Overdrive, the Earthquaker Data Corruptor, the Head Rush Pedalboard, the Electroharmonics Canyon, which someone has trained <laughs> Electroharmonics Canyonero to catch me out, uh, the Moore Ocean Machine, the Zander Circuitry Tape Deck, the Medor Electronics Hurt Circuit, and the Pigtronics Mothership 2. Lots of things on there. Uh, Joe Branton messing around with the spreadsheet live um, so lots of things on there the things that I think can't qualify are the Digi- Digitech Rubberneck Delay why? because only you have heard it oh, and we it's so good I don't think I've even listened to a demo okay, video. I don't know yeah. about you guys that's yeah. cool we can remove that from the list as a brief overview for listeners if you want to go and check it out the Rubberneck is totally cool it has it's a two uh, foot switch uh, analogue delay and the second foot switch um, gives you that uh, that auto swelling self-oscillating thing oh really yeah so what, which like I- if you hold down the second switch on a RE20 possibly the best that's, pedal ever made yeah. that's all sound yeah okay yeah, yeah. I, I know that no 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 I wasn't being I wasn't I wasn't trying no. to be yeah oh no yeah obstructive there I was I but, was genuinely asking a question so, so the reason I think that's cool is because that is something that I'm I do all the time and I have to get down on the floor to actually do it all like Tim my guitarist uses one of the the little Digitech uh control extenders so that you can so that you can hit the the sort of repeat rate with your with your foot okay so, yeah so it's something that lots of people want to do with analog delay pedals for soundscape stuff because it sounds cool and you're right the re20 is like one of the only things the uh caroline electric guitar works lo-fi delay also has it uh-huh. which i actually think is a slightly better delay pedal than the uh rubberneck but it's a, it's a cool feature the rubber neck well, the Warble Swirl totally Deluxe Delay awesome. also does it doesn't oh, it oh does it oh okay yeah remember yeah. that's the one where you hold down the second button and it brings in the oscillation oh yeah. that's cool I yeah. think that's such a worthwhile feature so I love that today pedal but I understand why we're not having it on that's cool move the, on the other thing I think can't qualify is the Pigtronics Mothership 2 because it was only announced yesterday and in no- the UK but it had been announced for a little while but none of us have had chance yeah. to try it because it's not been available yeah. so I think that needs to come off the list so we are left with quite an impressive list um, do we want to just quickly do an overview of all of them mm-hmm. and then we'll start to uh, take some stuff off mm-hmm. oh, Jay's added another one to the list the TC not added one I've just I've one just that remembered we one that we were talking about but didn't uh, get added TC Electro- Electronic even Third Dimension absolutely yeah. so um, the JHS Pink Panther Matt Knight you like that one in particular Ye- what do you like about um, it well I like the old DD3 and the Boss DD series and this is a kind of recreation of classic digital delays rather than being a kind of analogue modeler or trying to do something different this is basically like the old Ibanez D7 and Boss DD5 Crystal, crystal-ish, clear um, repeats. Just a really nice delay, but with an added tape mode and tap tempo. Which I yep. really like. Yep, it's uh, weird. And it's sparkly pink. And it is sparkly pink, and I've got lots of pink pedals and pink things, mm. so it fits well with my. It's a great pedal for me. We spoke about this yesterday when when we got it out and we were all trying things. I was like, ah, oh, that one's broken. And uh, as well, yeah, because the one thing is, yeah, the one thing obviously you we were just talking about is that sweeping the delay time for crazy sounds you can't do that because it's no. like digital, digitally clocked or however that it works really like, that really it? puts me off honestly really yeah, yeah. well because it's something that modern digital delays can do 
Yeah, but I just think, do you need to? Well, oh, I mean, well. I guess this isn't designed at people who necessarily no. want. They're designed to people who want like a DD3 or a DD5 yeah, or something course. like that, but with a tap tempo. Yeah, you, you're absolutely right. I, I just think may, maybe for me, or maybe the direction the market's going, and I can think of some others that do this as well on, on this list, is that I think a delay pedal should be versatile. Especially when they're, you know, when it's digital. Well, this is the thing. Yeah. This is great, but it does one thing, and I think it does that one thing well, exceptionally well. I'm sure the thing that we're going to get to later is that I thought it was the best out of all that we had, but maybe it isn't. Maybe not. <laughs> um, so next up, Joe Branton, the orange fur coat is something you brought to the table. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we all had a go on it last you night. A fur so coat. this is uh, I, I did. It's really, <laughs> it's it's really, really bad for a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> so the orange fur coat is their uh, foray into octave fuzz. Uh, they're very nice sort of screen print artwork, double foot switch, very large sort of jewel LED uh, fuzz pedal. I think it's a great sounding classic fuzz. It's like, no, it's it's not, you know, it's 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 not reinventing the wheel as such. It's just a really great classic fuzz with a really good, useful octave up. It's kind of difficult to actually talk about much in comparison to a lot of the others because it really is just a great octave fuzz. But yeah. I think, I think... This is orange. You're not expecting amp companies to bring uh, top quality pedals to uh, to the market, and especially not for 119 pounds, which is what they're retailing at. So I think yeah, the orange cheap. fur coat um, may not win this category because I think that that as you know, we've got loads of stuff in this category, and also a lot of it is very very good. But if you need a fuzz at the moment, if you want an old school sounding fuzz, and you think you might use the octave up a little bit, the orange fur coat is like a really solid thing to go to for, for not a lot of money definitely um, Jay Cross you heard the Tate Electronics booster last night what did you think uh, yeah I thought it was uh, it was a, a cool sounding uh, clean boost um, I really like what um, again I don't I'm not a big fan of nepotism but you know it's got me where I am today so you know let's, uh, let's rock and roll with this Stuart Tate uh, long time podcast listener um, new to pedal building I well, think he only started thing, last year the thing that I think is really is really cool about this is um, what Stuart's been doing is kind of made a name for himself almost exclusively on um, these forums like mm-hmm. Pedalboard to Doom mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Guitar Nerds and Six Cycle Harm and you know all of these other less uh, interesting guitar Facebook groups. Um, he's, you know, he's been doing the rounds there, and I th- initially, I, I was a little bit concerned that he was going to, um, he was going to get um, lost. His pedals were going to get lost as a bit of a joke because he did pedals that had a bit of a sort of political satire about them, like the Brexit means Brexit booster, and then also the. Uh, I am going to uh, to to say a little swear word here. So if there are any children, children. Uh, the bullshit booster, which had a picture of Trump on it. Um, so obviously, you know, he's going at it with a with a, a bit of a a joke and a wry smile. And I was a little bit concerned that some that that it might that joke might get taken more seriously than the pedals would, and it would it would uh, be a negative thing in the long run. But actually, I think he's made it through that. And yep. with with stuff like this, the booster, and there's a there's, there's a buffer. I really the, buffer like the buffer has been really popular. Loads of people are really going after that. I just think it's a, a really cool, cheap, 
nice clean boost yeah, yeah. definitely definitely uh, Matt Knight the game changer plus pedal yes we um, well I stumbled upon this at NAM. I was thinking we we're, we're, it's so this, this, is, we're this is more or less the hottest product from NAM. Uh, yeah last, definitely well, yeah and I think it's plus. only now starting to make it two people because I think they've only just um, kind of started to hit shelves so I think it was direct ordering there's one thing worth noticing obviously they, they marked it as the plus pedal and that was what the company was called but they have changed the company name so they're actually Game Changer Audio and the pedal is now called the plus pedal yeah. um, basically the first thing I thought was well isn't it just an electroharmonics freeze but it's actually it uses a totally different type of um like real-time audio sampling yep. to basically capture and hold the guitar or any sound that you put into it, but without adding that kind of ethereal pad-like synth sound. It, just so ho- it holds the character of the yeah. note or the sound so that you've put into it. It basically looks like a piano sustain pedal and works effectively the same as a piano sustain pedal. So it's really cool for capturing, you know, doing some ambient stuff, but also for kind of practice or anything like that or just adding just a little bit more sustain to your sound yeah um, and I like the fact it's also got a little effects loop in there which you can use to affect just Absolutely. the held notes as Absolutely. well so you can add tremolo so he did some cool stuff like some soundscape soundtrack kind of stuff I thought it was um absolutely brilliant gorgeous looking super cool yeah, right on the money for what people really want really nice that he didn't just put a normal foot switch on it and go oh you can just hold the sound yeah, it's, yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's made it more feel like it's more natural yeah, I think the actual absolutely. action of using the foot pedals made it feel more yeah and it's 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 like a, it's different but not for different sake not like a fuzz face which is basically just awkward to get on your your pedal board or, yeah you, you know, you know there, there are loads of pedals that try this thing the, the poo drive or whatever it was oh the doctor no effects yeah exactly yeah, it's yeah. like different for the sake of being different this one is just this one is tasteful completely unique but the thing that's different about it is actually also what makes it so usable i mm. think they really got caught unawares by how popular yeah, this was going to be well the thing is so i found it because i think i saw it on the second or third day of nam and on the first day i think premier guitar said have the plus, has the plus pedal already won now yeah I remember and yeah. then I just happened to walk past it and it was way in the corner of the main hall and because the guy couldn't afford to go to Nam, he tagged on with his friend who owned a brass and woodwind store and bought a hot rod deluxe I think he rented the Hot Rod Deluxe and bought two of the pedals in his guitar and was just stood there and that next was it. to his mate's stand and that was it. Yeah. But all these people kept coming over and I don't think he realised no. how much of an impact it was actually yeah. going to have. And, uh, and again, going back to um, what we were talking about with Fidelity in the uh, in the first podcast, I think that they have learnt that, you know, I, I don't think my understanding is they they went into this with, right, I've got a cool idea for a pedal, let's go. And they've realised actually you need to do things slightly differently if you're going to make it into a real company, which yeah. is why they've changed and they're now, they're now calling themselves Game Changer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, you know, I think they'll, I, this pedal is fantastic. I got to have a go at one of the uh, South England, South, no, the, yeah, South of England, no, the London International Guitar Show. Leagues. That, leagues. The London leagues. Inter- <clears throat> I got to have a go on one there and um, Lee from Pedal Boards of Doom had one and it was just, it was so good. Like, I'm a bad guitar player and even I, was able to get something really really lovely sounding out of it it was fantastic like you say so interesting so so genuinely unique in uh in a market of of what is generally considered to be 
a bit inward facing I think it was it's fantastic mm-hmm. really really fantastic mm-hmm. pedal so one thing that kind of surprised me a bit this year was the Line 6 Helix LT uh, and the reason for that is that I thought I was kind of done forever with amp modelling um, turns out amp modelling is still is now really good I'd not for a, I'd heard the Kempers and stuff um, but I'd not heard anything by Line 6 for a while like I kind of ducked out of the most recent revisions of the pod because uh, I remember like things like the X3 not being great. I've not spent much time with the HD series. Wasn't expecting a huge amount out of the Helix LT and really, really liked how it sounded. Um, if you want a... I mean, obviously, you know, everyone raves about the Helix. It's just that in a small box. And to be honest, I've not spent much time with the Helix. Well, to, to bring it down for to, to sort of £700, pounds, I Definitely. thought was really important. I think it's, yeah. it's, it's weird, kind of like £1,000 pounds is a massive investment. I know there's only £300 pounds difference, but I think it has sort of opened it up to a yeah. whole new sort of market by making it Definitely. £700. Pounds. Definitely. £1,000 pounds is a lot to spend on an effects pedal. It's, yeah. it is a, and it, obviously it does more than that, but if you're you know trying to justify it to yourself, it's a grand for an effects pedal, essentially. Um, so, yeah, Helix LT, I figure when we get down to talking about this, we'll talk about that a lot more, but I just wanted Absolutely. to say that I was surprised. It sits awkwardly in this category because well, it's so much yeah. more, and we almost, yeah. we can't think about that we we ca- we have to, but we also sort of have to think about it slightly differently. It's it, it's weird, isn't it? Isn't it? Because something like the Kemper, I would say that would go into best amp. Yeah, even 100%. the non even the non powered one. Yeah, I wouldn't put, ever put that in best pedal. Yeah, but effectively the Helix is doing the same thing. <clears throat> it's just because it's in a pedal format. I think it's yeah. just put it's it in a best different pedal. type of modelling, I guess, isn't it? Sort of, but not really. I mean, it is. Yes, it is. In the, it doesn't model them in the same way and it doesn't give you the facility to kind of model amps by pointing a microphone at them um, but it's not really any different from a Kemper or um, Axe Effects, Axe Effects yeah. you know it's doing the same thing so it, it, I'm curious to see how it plays out sitting in this category mm-hmm. um, and there's obviously some other modelling stuff that we can talk about as well uh, kind of in relation I think potentially if the market continues to go in the way that it is you know with something like the helix lt and with the um uh the moor uh version of this yeah well i can't remember the name of ge200 yeah and uh obviously the the head rush <clears throat> i can see other companies doing similar things down the line like i wouldn't be su- i wouldn't be surprised to see a boss one i wouldn't be surprised to see an update to the g system for example you know yeah, yeah. so it may well be that this time next year, we might need to have a fully new category that encapsulates things that are best modeler. Well, maybe not modeler, but you know, maybe something that fits that that's. Uh, uh, maybe we do best multi effects, best single effects. Well, yeah, maybe maybe Could that's. Be. But then, where, where does something like where does something that's like a delay and reverb? But then sit again, together, these things know? don't ha- these things don't get updates as often as single pedals, or new ones don't come out as often. Sure. So. I think it's just one of those odd things that. But is, we might. It might be time for a new Axe Effects next year. There might be other companies that bring them out. Maybe we need to split this category. But yeah, we'll um we'll cross. We've got that, twelve months to think about that. <laughs> yeah, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. So Matt, give us the uh, give us the rundown on the MS3. Well, well, you know the listeners have already voted it their their choice of. Uh, yeah, you're right. I don't think we really so, need to hear yeah, about actually, it. Actually, so no. moving on, the next one in the list. Yeah, no, what's next? I, I was going to be perfectly <laughs> honest. I'm really looking forward to the third <laughs> dimension. <laughs> do we? Um, do we really need to talk about it? What the MS3? Yeah. Do we? Because we talked about it a tiny bit, but just give us a quick sell rundown. Of why, of what it what is. is good about the MS3? Why does it deserve to be on this list? Um, it 
basically combines two things that kind of everyone wants in a more affordable package, I guess. Some people want loads of different effects, like a, well, like a Sans Amp fly rig, but you want to be able to add in your own boutique effects as well. And it just perfectly melds those two together. So a really high powerful, um, high powered uh, multi-effects processor with all their kind of 500 series effects in it, plus drives um, and a bunch of other stuff. And then you've also got three external effects loops for um, your own pedals, external amp switching, MIDI out for MIDI control. Um, I think the most impressive part of the MS3 and what actually sets it aside, because I think there are lots of products out there that, that can do a lot of these things. Not all in one. Not all in one. I agree. I agree. But okay, so the only reason I would have the MS3 and do have the MS3 over a lot of other things is because it's it the functionality of the... The, the foot switches is so versatile mm. that it makes it so much more like as the only complaint I ever see about the MS3 is people are like oh you know I need to use I want more I, I, want, I need to use more and it's like no you don't yeah because you just because I can assign uh, you know I have things like uh, one patch will be my 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 clean but if I double tap that clean mm. I get a sub octave underneath it and if I hold down on it, after that, I can bring in like a delay underneath. So I get three uses out of one foot switch. I think and I can assign the same thing to all uh, all four of the... It's like a blank canvas, basically. Yeah. So the foot switches are pre-programmed from the factory, but you can do anything you want with them. They can be freely kind of reassigned to, um, you know, up to 12 different things at once. And then you get a preset mode and a manual mode, which I really like. So if you kind of just want to use it like a traditional little bypass loop switcher, and you've got your three favourite drives or a compressor and a, a fuzz and a distortion, but you don't want to add in another delay or you want a really portable board, they've got delays and reverbs in there. Yeah. Yeah. And I had a pedal board made when we when it came out, which we used in the video that Joe Brandon was in. And when I had it spec'd, I was like, I specifically want it to fit in the handheld like carry-on luggage spec of a... Um, of like EasyJet in a flight case yeah. and you get everything in one you've got your amp switching out you've even got USB and editing as well which I think is quite cool well this is it it's it's not I mean it's deeper but it's not much bigger than a fly rig it's not much less portable than a yeah. than a sans amp fly rig and, and the fact that you can use it on its torch I, I can pop that and in then the front one, of a soft case if I wanted and then one thing that people have started doing which is one thing that we never really marketed but you can do is then people are starting to use it for cable so you can actually then loop in your amp's preamp and then add in yeah, that's and stuff as well. quite a neat little thing that I don't think people initially thought about when it yeah. came out. So, yeah. And okay. loop reorder as well, which is obviously quite a nice little touch. Yeah, um, it was quite a while ago that we demoed it, but the Metaverse Electronics Warble Swell Deluxe Delay, um, who remembers, because it was quite a while ago, it was one of my favourite pedal demos we've ever done, I think. It was so much fun to record. Yeah. I think because we were all just a bit like, wow. I don't know, we didn't really know what to expect and it just kind of, it's like, it's not like, sounds like totally analogue and it doesn't sound totally digital, it's obviously going for more of that kind of tape style thing, but it just had its own character and its own its Oh own man, sound. totally. It's Dig such a digital strong... pedal, we should say, voice yeah. like an analogue delay, yeah. um, but with the warble swell control, which is basically an extra foot switch that you push down, um, much like we talked about with another pedal earlier. The rubberneck. The rubberneck, the rubberneck yeah. um, which brings in kind of a... Uh, oscillating delay um, and you can pretty much assign how quick it comes in so you can like almost tap on it and it brings in a blast of it or if you hold it down it swells it in yeah. 
Um, so it I'm, made it incredibly expressive to you, yeah. which I really liked. Yeah, um, and you know, made by Mattaverse, which is just one guy, I think, Matt, um, building these kind of weird uh, pedals, and also doing the best demo videos on all of YouTube because yeah. <laughs> he just puts his pedals f- like flat on a green screen and then puts like old films or like a picture of the sea in the background and yeah. then the, the or like the the um this the that weird scene from 2001 exactly yeah just like doing <laughs> that sort of yeah. like completely bananas yeah, graphics yeah, the, uh, really cool is the light gate or whatever it is from 2001 um so yeah i think it's difficult to describe exactly what it does it's just a very good sounding delay but the war the swell the warble swell function yeah can give you a real washy bed to kind of play over the top. Absolutely. Um, and I think the Digitech, I I didn't really hear the Digitech. I heard a couple of demos when it was first announced, but I couldn't compare the two. Sure. Um, so I think for me, this sits nicely on this list because it sounds like it's something that a lot of people are going for. And I think the Warble Swell was a really good example. And of, we, we all tried it, which obviously was a Yeah, yeah, and we all tried it. And I just think that's, um, that's cool. Let's talk about those cheeky boys over at 60 Cycle Hum and their good friend Who? Pelican Noiseworks and their 50-50 Overdrive? 50, overdrive. I guess it's an overdrive. What is the 50-50? Uh, it is two DOD 250 preamps in one box with a couple of kind of tweaks to the gain stages um, via um, a couple of little switches. But really nice because it's basically standard pedal-sized format, I guess, if you're looking at and like an MXR size enclosure. Uh, two sets of volumes two sets of gains sit independently or you can run them into one another in series but just nice if you kind of want to go boost into drive we just want two high gain drives because it even goes into like some fuzzy sort of territory and stuff if you've got the gains totally cranked but to me that that 250 always sounds best into kind of a cranked amplifier and then do the classic turn the gate uh, turn the gain all the way down but turn the volume all yeah, the way up that's definitely the best how to get the best out of it and actually mm. doing it on both channels you can run like the first channel is like a nice cleanish boost and then you kick in the second one even with the gain down because it's yeah. driving into into one another yeah. um it sounded fantastic last night but yeah classic you know mid gain drive pedal turn the gain all the way down turn the volume up that's for best results pretty yeah. much always the thing is with the with this the six the the 60 cycle hum pedal is it's i just feel like it's it's almost the best at what it does but there's just i just feel like there's one other that does it just a little bit better and uh you know we won't go into what it is but it's just it's so classic there's 60 cycle some, hum something else the, in the market the, the, do, so, always out, the the, ne- the nearly boys you bring know out a superior product i, I just, would say i just feel i feel bad for them that they're constantly falling just a little bit short of the world's leading guitar... Uh, sorry, um, pedal. Pedal, of course. Uh, pedal is what we're talking sure, about. Yes, sure, yeah. sure, sure. Um, doing a similar job, the VS Audio Royal Flush Overdrive. Matt, I know you really liked it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. That's been a long day. Um, we demoed this for um, Guitar Nerds YouTube, and I really enjoyed plugging it in. I thought it sounded absolutely brilliant. Yeah, um, I thought it was great. Another dual, another double foot Yeah, it seems to be the kind of... Overdrive. A lot of people are going in for those dual-channel drives. There's a couple of them on the list. Well, I think stacking um, drives is becoming more and more popular yeah um to to sort of to really like hone a drive tone to really get the most out of it it's it's tricky to get sort of exactly what you want from just sort of an one like global tone control and again an output um and i i think yeah it's sort of becoming more and more the way to go so it's basically a low gain overdrive and a high gain overdrive and they're not 
both the same circuit. They're two different right. circuits. So one is designed for a much lower gain. One's designed for kind of like a medium gain. So you can use one as a kind of early breakout and one as a distortion. And you can boost one into the other. Um, but I really liked it. I thought it was really, really cool. Yeah. It, it gave you that kind of nice... It reminded me a little bit of the Marvel effects. Oh, yeah, the Marvel Drive 3. The Marvel Drive 3, that's it, from Ramble effects. Yeah, 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 yeah. That definitely. kind of martially sort of cranked sound but then the low gain overdrive gave you a nice little boost we'll come back to uh, the next pedal on the list in a moment because I want to talk about that a lot but uh, the Rock Fabric Aqualung is doing a similar thing isn't it kind of like well, mid gain drive it's just more transparent isn't the, it we, I think we, the thing that we pointed out was when you look at that pedal you definitely wouldn't think it was an overdrive no it looks you're like a chorus, book by its cover it's called an Aqualung it's called an Aqualung and it's blue, blue and it's got like a bubbly Thing it's got a black cover. light LED, which I really like. So yeah, that that's that really is really cool. odd to look at. Yeah. You're like, oh, I freaked you out a little bit. Um, but yeah, like a transparent. I, I don't, can't really like compare it to anything else. It wasn't like any other kind of drive I'd heard. Quite low gain. Yeah, quite transparent. I guess if you want to use that word. But nice to just use in front of a kind of cleaner shamp, or in fact, just use in front of another couple of drives for a little bit of boost. Let's talk about a um, serious contender for new favourite make Goodera pedal, uh, the Ground Contro- Control Audio Amaterasu, uh, which is incredible. Marketed as I guess a boost, uh, a yeah. sing- single knob boost, just volume. We found actually the best way to use it is to turn the volume all the way down. And just turn it on. And with it, the bright switch engaged. With the bright switch engaged. And it does what I like from most pedals, really, is it makes your guitar sound better without you actually having to do very much. I don't understand how it does that. Now, when me and Matt did a video on it, I, I definitely agreed. And then sort of retrospectively, I was just you know thinking about the pedal and I was like, it must have been snake oil. Like the pedal is sort of down on zero, so it's not boosting. You're just turning it on. I'm like, what a waste of a of a slot on your pedal board. And then I actually, we, you know, we we plugged it in today, and and we we were plugging it into that deluxe, which sounded banging. And yeah. then you put the amarat uh, the amateratsu amateratsu, and it's absolutely off the scale. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and there's obviously loads of boost there as well. So if you do want to use it as a clean almost boost, too much boost, yeah, though. it's so loud. It all it. Uh, near uh, going off uh, you know past like midnight like 12 o'clock um it sounds it drives your amp a little bit anything Mm. below that gives you a nice clean boost Mm. but if you just turn it down just turn the volume all the way down and turn the pedal on it just makes it sound way better yeah just makes your guitar sound better it was so surprising it's like but it's like lifting a blanket off your amplifier yeah it's like you turn it and you turn it off and you're like I'm never it, turning I felt that off the again. Same, I, it's the same way I felt about the first time I plugged in the Class A Boost. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's got that kind of vibe to it. Um, I think that's it's going to be a big player in this uh, in this countdown. Joe Branton, do you want to just yeah. talk about the Maris Polymoon? Sure. Uh, well, the the Maris uh, Polymoon, the third pedal from uh, Maris, is like a totally unique and new kind of uh, delay. It's a super modulated like a, a delay pedal essentially, but. It kind of it's one of those things that um, it's one of those things that crosses the or muddies the ground between reverbs and delays because it's way more a soundscape tool than it is a delay. You would never use this for sort of neat, clean and tidy repeats or anything like that. This no. is a this is a weird sort of sloppy super feedback. I mean, it even has like a, a control on there that like um, 
that uh, sort of the, the way they uh, refer to it is like cascading all your tails into each other. Well, the, the the tagline is super modulated delay inspired by cascaded rack gear. And that and that to me is exactly what this is. It feels like a bit of quite mad studio gear. Exactly. That's exactly what I thought. It's, for me, it couldn't be further from what I want from a delay. I actually yeah. I almost mean, not- want it in a piece. I almost want it in a 19-inch rack so I yeah. can actually like just mess around with it. It's, you're it's you're not going to... It's a soundscape tool. It's a soundscape yeah. tool. Yeah. Like, I almost think, like... I mean, they haven't... It's super. And it is a delay pedal. I wish they'd. I wish there was another name to separate it, so that people who are after a delay pedal don't get confused. What was the this other is a one that we, tool. What was the other um, pedal that we had that was similar to that? Was there? What was that? Digitech. Is it the Polaris? Not the Polaris. Didn't Digitech bring out uh, a pedal that was the super? You took them out. There was a, another like delay pedal. That uh-huh. wasn't really a delay pedal, and I can't. You, not the time bender. Time bender. No, know? not the time bender. Don't worry, I'll come back. I'll, I'll remember. But I, I agree with you. I, I think it's a shame that it's because it, you're not going to replace. You're not going to. This isn't going to displace your carbon copy or your no, no, or your absolutely. DL four or anything. This is it, the thing. Um, the pedals and effects with uh, one Alderette and, and Nick Reinhardt. They were they did a thing on the Meris pedals and they were like that's just the ultimate cinematic tool but yeah. I think the thing is it only works if you're recording I think in a live situation you almost it doesn't work as well oh, but it, it's, it's just, got it's, expression it's just, inputs hasn't yeah, it it's got exactly. two expression inputs yeah. I think yeah that's right so you could do it all on the fly but yeah I think it would be perfect to have sitting around on a desk in your studio once you've recorded something then feed that track back into it and then play around with it from there. Yeah. I think that would be a super cool thing to do. So yeah. It's kind of like a delay workstation. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it completely it's, is. It's, it's something that's totally unique. Just don't confuse it with a simple delay pedal. Um, Matty, a couple of overdrives here. Um, the Echo Line Everest Drive and the Old Blood Noise The Fault. Yeah. Um, tell us about them both. Uh, let's start off with the Old Blood Noise The Fault. Um, now, there's one thing that we loved about this pedal. Uh, one, the artwork and the design, but two, the manual. Um, so it's a dual overdrive pedal, but rather than having two separate drives, you can only access the second gain or gain two by turning on gain one. <laughs> yeah. And the guys at kind of old blood noise aren't doing something. It's like, oh, this is gonna, it's gonna sound like a Marshall. Or it's gonna sound awesome in front of a Fender. Or it's like, no, we've just made a really awesome kind of crazy overdrive basically um, and they give you a load of recommended settings but rather than like oh here's light crunch or high gain boost they've gone this is Dan sound and like Pete sound from the warehouse yeah yeah and I just we were just like that's just absolutely brilliant because it, it shows that people have actually dialed in their their favourite sounds rather than like oh I think everyone will like this kind of bluesy sound we've gone no I think this sound sounds the best yeah there's not one called like John Mayer drive no. it's um but it, it i think it's very cool because it's very different to other overdrives and the fact that it's not <coughs> supposed to be pretty it's not supposed to be a marshal it's not it's supposed to be like anything else it's just it's aggressive real aggressive yeah. sounding yeah in a way that i wasn't expecting and then you know you've got that nor and then you kick in game two and it's like wow that's just crazy yeah um, kind of reminds me like in the same way it doesn't sound like this but in the same way that like a rap pedal is like obnoxious that's kind of how the fault sounds. Yeah, for it's like, overdrive. It's an obnoxious overdrive, basically. Um, and then we come to the Everest drive from. Oh Echo my Line. god! Now, this the thing is, is, is we plugged in a lot of pedals yesterday, and we kept coming back. We, the we thing kept- is, we kept coming back to this, and the thing is, we were like, but one won it last year, and then we were like, because we always talk, and we will obviously talk about last year's. Yeah, and I'm like, 
plugged it in and was like, this thing sounds amazing. So if it's, you haven't heard last year's uh, listeners, it was an Echo Line. The um, Road Runner. Road, Road Runner, which, which came of kind their, out of no, came kind of out of well, nowhere. We heard it at the show. We, we heard, heard it at, it at the, the South of England guitar show, yeah, didn't we? Which was the October or something and this then, time, like, you know, last year. And then they sent it to us and we demoed it and was like, it's amazing. And then they think they teased this way back in April. And then they only just got in touch in November and was like, I will send it to you. Yeah. And it's basically a germanium-based fat overdrive for kind of like classic rock sounds or like blues sounds, I guess. But it's got a really high-quality Class A buffer in it. And it, I don't know, it just it just sounds magical. It, it really sounds it just, amazing. I, I And I'm not going to say what we A-B'd it against, but every time that we went from the Everest to something else it, it made the other pedals sound like a joke yeah it, well uh, it, I think I mean, everything else sounded very thin in comparison yeah, when, yeah. Which, which, that's what we said there was so much depth there was so much range to thin, the, thin pedals have their place though you mm, know there's absolutely you know if you were to look at something on this list and like I was saying the, the fault is a very aggressive drive pedal there's a reason for that is because when you turn that on it's going to like needle away at the rest of the band's sound and find its way out there mm. the Everest isn't like that it's it's very thick sounding it's very it's rich sounding so it, it felt like you were just plugged into a cranked amp and you had all yeah. the dynamics and all the response that you want me, uh, me and Mark at uh, tried out we AB'd the Everest drive against the Hudson uh, broadcast? Electronic no, broadcast. The, oh, the sidecar. Yeah. Side no, no, this is separate. This oh, okay. is a, 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 Oh, we did. Flat. You're right. Yeah. You're right. We we AB between the broadcast and the and, and and the broadcast. I think is quite commonly like it, it is the, moment, the drive pedal yeah. at the moment. Everyone loves the broadcast, and we AB'd it with the Everest, and we're like, oh, this might be better. Yeah, the Everest is very strong in terms of drive Damn. pedals. I think it's very very mm. good. Um, Joe Branton, quickly. Tell us about the Earthquaker Devices Data Corruptor. I don't, really know, I don't know how to tell you about the Earthquaker Devices Data Corruptor. It's, uh, um, it's no one really knows how it works. It's completely bonkers. It's an absolutely. I think it, they're 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 marketing it as a modulated uh, monophonic harmonising uh, pedal. <laughs> of course, uh, I think I think what's it's best to think of it as a um, <clears throat> a sort of uh, a synth fuzz with a sort well, of ring moddy sort of flavour. Imagine Here's the tech description. So it's based on a PPL, which is a phase locked loop IC. So in a nutshell, as they say, it takes your input signal and compares it its phase and frequency against an oscillator and then generates a proportional output to, based on the difference between the two. Between your input signal and the oscillator, it which like, I don't really understand. It but. sounds like you've plugged into a broken speaking spell. Do you know what I mean? Like, is that? Yeah. It feels like a bit of tech that was meant for something else, and it's gone yeah. wrong. And it, you plug your guitar it's into ab- it. So it's absolutely bizarre. bonkers. And I think for sort of hands-on controls for for sort of editing on the floor, like you can make some really crazy noises. I love it for that. I think it is one of the craziest pedals I've ever tried out and I, th- I think it's absolutely fantastic for that no there isn't much practical application for it <laughs> but but for, for for making cool weird noises which is half the fun of pedals 
this is one of the coolest things yeah. when the when it was announced i um i happened to be at home and i saw oh cool a new earthquake pedal i'll just check out the demo and uh i watched the demo and i was just like this is nonsense it's, it's nothing and so i watched another video i was like that they obviously didn't know what they were doing watched another video and it was exactly the same just complete gibberish and I was, so, yeah. so the people the people who um have been here we go we're gonna get some gonna get some real nice uh uh some <laughs> real nice um little compliments from from our mate old joe over here well, no 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 i said no 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 i was gonna say the people who've been using the data corruptor um are like the people i've seen using them are deerhoof and Nick Reinhardt, who, okay. who, and and that's exactly the guitarist this pedal exactly. is aimed yeah. at. Like, like both of those. Have you not seen one of Joe Bonamassa's board? He loves it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's but that what a perfect comparison. That's exactly it. The, yeah. the Data Corruptor is absolutely designed for one type of guitarist. So, and I think it's fantastic for that. Yeah, but no, for not, practical, not for everyone. But but you know what? We're not that pedal show. So I don't know what we don't have to stick to boring sounding effects. <laughs> Like the earthquake of data corruptor is wicked. Joe Branton's got the beef. Um, <laughs> one thing that will work for everyone, I think, or could potentially work for everyone, is the um, head rush pedal board. So the story behind the head rush, obviously, is that, and we've talked about this a lot on the podcast, is it's doing a kind of similar job to the Helix, um, but using eleven rack technology, um, and crucially, a uh, touchscreen, which is something that the Helix doesn't have. We've talked, we've spent more than enough time I think on the podcast if you're if you've listened to any episodes talking about the benefits of the touchscreen in that it's very very easy to build sounds in the head rush um, also potentially some of our concerns although a listener who is an expert in touchscreens said that we shouldn't worry about that um, and we've also talked about the kind of benefits uh, uh, you know how, where it sits sound wise in the market I think that we've I think we all agreed that the Helix has probably got the edge sound wise uh, not like loads of delay but like it sounds a bit better <laughs> um, but the in, the head rush is so intuitive it's so easy to build for example let's say you wanted to build a stereo rig that then uh, is composed of two wide sounds that then you also get a kind of more of a dry mix in the center. Mm. Is that something that on the Helix would take you quite a long time to set up? On the Head Rush, that is very, very easy because you just drag on the screen where you want things, go, right, I want that one to be a Marshall, that one to be a Fender, that one to be panned over to the left, that one to the right. Then I want to insert a mixer there that then brings in a dry signal from both and I put an effect on the center channel. That would take you to... Something that sounds quite complicated would take you a minute to set up, which is the absolute benefit to the head rush. Um, For experimentation, the head rush wins hands down. It does in one way, in that you can do things like that very, very easily. It doesn't in another, in that it doesn't have anywhere near the amount of effects that the Helix has. So the functionality is, yeah, is incredible. It's... It's it's a joy to use the head rush, an absolute joy to use. Um, but I'll I'll stop there until we get to the kind of um, finding out what's going to make it into the the top ten because I think the helix and the head rush are going to be very close, and it's going to depend on where we fall on which mm. side we fall as to uh, to where if it makes it into the top ten, the top five, or even the top three. Um, Let's talk about something that surprised us all last night. The Electroharmonics Canyon, Jay Cross. I didn't want to like this. I didn't even really know what it was until I didn't yesterday. Really care about yeah, it, I, I, I didn't. I didn't want to like it. 
uh, for a couple of reasons. One, I didn't want to like it because uh, Total Guitar named it their favorite pedal of the year. Which nothing wrong with Total Guitar. No, no, no. But I, I thought, oh, actually, well, you know, aren't we, they voted by? Isn't that? It's voted, voted by, by Total Guitar readers. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, but I thought, I thought, I, I think I got a little bit of the Joe Brantons in me, and I Blimey. thought. I thought, <laughs> oh well, we, you know, obviously, we're, we're, uh, what, what we're into and what is far more interesting than just another electro harmonics pedal. Blah 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 blah. The other reason that I kind of didn't want to like this is that um, I actually would have rather had one of the big muffs in. Personally, I would have preferred to have one of the big muffs in rather than uh, well, the rather than the Canyon. However, after we plugged it in, it is absolutely fantastic. Do you know the biggest problem with it? Is that they made so many pedals this year, it got lost. Uh, comp- well, yeah. it as, got totally as always lost. happens. As you, always happens. Do you know what? Do you, you know the only reason this is in the list is because I brought it along yesterday, and the only reason that happened was because I was filming this essential effects thing at work, and I was like, oh, "I need a, I need a delay pedal." That what what one have we got on the shelf that we've got like forty of? Because it's going to take me the whole day, and I don't want to grab something that's going to sell and get in trouble with the warehouse management. So I was yeah. like, "Oh, we've got like." a ton of can like a big stack of canyons in the corner and i was just expecting i was just looking for something for a little light delay and then found things like the because it's got things like an octave delay on there which mm-hmm. uh which uh makes your tails ascend in uh, up octaves we should they, we should we should mention it's like a multi-effect digital delay it's yeah. kind of, in a, it's in a single of, pedal it feels it's got the aesthetics of a flashback in yeah. that there is uh one knob that allows you to select a bunch of different uh effects and once Joe Branton has selected those effects, you can then um, you can then uh, use the parameters to change it. You know? Wait a second. On the ma- on the website, it says easy access to hidden parameters through secondary knob mode. Oh wow! Oh. So there's even more in there. There's even we more even than we don't about. think we went into. It's a oh my god! This is such a good pedal. So they have things like so I mentioned the sort of ascending octaves, which gives you that sort of twinkly, tinselly sort of rainbow machine meets like. RV500 style thing there's a shimmer on there um, there's like tapes there's reverse there's um, there's like a, a freeze on there yeah um, what else that that was that kind of there's, there's well there's like multi-head delay oh, yeah. Um, yeah there's tons of stuff everything you would expect to find on something like uh, Line 6 uh, DL4 plus more yeah. new stuff well the shimmer sound I was just reading in the manual the shimmer sound models digitally models a soul press going into a pog into a memory man into another memory man right well there we go (laughs) (laughs) which which on itself is like two four that's like 700 quids worth of pedals yeah and this is how much 130 quid I think it yeah, was yeah. It's so affordable for something that's got as much on it and does as as much as it does so and every, every time I came up with a reason not to like it you were able to uh, bounce back at me because I said oh well you know the big problem is, is it doesn't have uh, snap tap tempo yeah it does it does yeah. have to have and it, has, and it has trails or no trails depending on how you want to use it as yeah, well. yeah, yeah. yeah it's ridiculous we, we, I, I put up like a little <laughs> 10 second demo of it on our Instagram listeners if you are so inclined but there's plenty of demos out there for it really check it out the canyon was absolutely banging talking about delay pedals with a lot of stuff on there the Moore Ocean Machine was something that we uh, we talked about right at the beginning of the year because we knew it was coming out and then it only we only just got around to listening to it so Moore Ocean Machine why don't you talk about this one 
What were your thoughts, Mark Packham? The Moore Ocean Machine has a lot of sounds on it. Um, so it can be used in multiple, uh, like multi-mode, so with like presets, or you can switch it into three individual effects, which I think are... Two delays and one reverb. Two delays and a reverb, and it's got some modulation on those as well, so you can get yeah. weird, I mean, and it sounds. even has, uh, on the second uh, delay, because both the delays have different presets in the same way as the... Um, the same way as the canyon, you know, you've got yeah. lots of preset, different types of delay. They're different, the two delays, they have different presets. But the second one, after you get about halfway through the presets, it goes into sort of other things, which are kind of, well, they are delays, but they're super weird ones. So yeah. there's one called Crystal and one called Rainbow. The Rainbow is obviously based after the Rainbow Machine. Yep. So it's got some, it's, crucially, it's got some super weird delay options. On yeah. There. There's a lot in there. <laughs> I think, and the presets are okay. Now the presets are Zoom. The yeah. presets are really they're, they're Zoom five or five. They're not presets. particularly for a company that I love. Yeah, I I I wasn't into this. My, I think my, the problem is, is there's too many mirror pedals that are hit and miss, and I think it's got a couple of low sounds in that are a little bit of a miss. Uh, do, do you know my main problem with it? And we never overcame it last night. And maybe with some more time, like with the manual, um, we could find out how to do it. I couldn't find, and I obviously you should sit and read the manual, but most people won't do it. And I kind of think, you know, we spent long enough with it where we should, knowing what we know about how effects pedals work, and, you know, not being kind of like technology, you know, noobs, we're, we're okay at this stuff. I couldn't find anywhere that would give you a um, mix between your clean signal and the delay signal. Because all the way, all the time we were playing it, the clean sound was too loud and I couldn't hear enough of the delay. All you got was an effect level for the delay, the delay and the reverb and you could turn those up <clears throat> but the guitar signal was always still louder than every, the, the delays that were going on in the background and I just wanted to turn the guitar down a little bit. I also felt that the clean guitar sound going through didn't sound that good so whatever's happening in the pedal made the clean sound just sound a bit veiled, like it kind of t rolled off some top end, and it just sounded, considering you know we're using that nice bright Fender amp, it just lost some of the brightness. But I don't know, if you wanted a pedal that does a lot of stuff, and I think if you had maybe had more time than we've had to, uh, to demo it, then I think maybe you could get some usable sounds out of it. Mm. However, and we're not into the kind of comparison phase of this yet, I would say you, I could easily get better sounds out of the Canyon like without any messing around. Mm. It was much easier to build good sounds well, in the, the Canyon. Well, the funny thing is, I was just reading with the Canyon, is that obviously we used the octave sound, had the octave up, you can actually add in a sub-octave as well. Right, so you can, it's That's a cool. pog, basically. It's a, it's a micro-pog as it's well. It's a micro-pog as well. Okay, okay. So one other <clears> delay <throat> that we looked at was the Zander Circuitry Tape Deck, which, Matt, I know you um, brought to the uh, box. Yeah, I, I, um, I really like this. When we demoed, when me and Joe demoed it, it was just... Digital delay, modelling uh, a tape delay, but not modelling a tape delay. Supposed to be like, ah, oh, this is like the pristine, best-sounding tape delay you're ever going to get. It's like, no, here's something like incredibly lo-fi <coughs> with ridiculous amounts of mod switchable modulation. Yeah, and two expression pedal inputs if you want to go really crazy. Yeah, and I think the thing is, is, this was designed to make the repeat sound incredibly lo-fi and gritty and strange I yeah. loved that. like a broken tape machine yeah 
basically. I Not as kind of glitchy green. as a, an actual broken tape machine, but just that kind of old tape. Sure. Rather than modelling a new tape or having a control that went light to dark and mixed, uh, you know, kind of like the Pink Panther's just a tone control. This is just like, no, it sounds like an old tape. Coupled with a fantastic price point. Yeah. For, for what it was. 59 I think. Yeah, that's right. For Which is... And they're built in the hand built in the UK as yeah, well. Which yeah, I, exactly. I really like. Look great. Super bright LEDs. Actually, that's my only. Yeah, <laughs> only thing. Too bright. For <laughs> they you. were too bright. Just, so I put it on my on my board for a show, and uh, I couldn't. And I do a lot of like manipulation of the controls on the floor, but because I had the modulation on, which is a one LED, and the on, which is another bright green LED. One in so each bright, of your eyes. I couldn't see the controls to see which <laughs> one I was grabbing. And because there were, like, what, six, eight rotaries on that, all in a line. Yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was really yeah. difficult. Difficult. Um, one pedal that we didn't have here, but Matt, I know you've been talking about, is the Medor <laughs> Electronics Hertz Circuit. Yeah, we, I, I can't talk about this one because I didn't try it. No, we did a we did. brief demo. Oh, the only thing I've got... I love this. The only thing I've got to say, is that it 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 has to be the first thing in what is it first it, it is a it's a fuzz with an oscillation button okay but it's not like any fuzz you've ever heard it's not a fuzz face or a fuzz it's just the most ridiculous beefy sounding fuzz ever that's got switchable tunable oscillation on one side comes in the biggest Box I've ever seen. I need to look at a picture of this. I've not. They seen make it. a small one now, but this one. Yeah, is, the big one's the one. This one's about. Nearly it's, a foot? it's like is an it A5 book. Yeah, it's really. It's, no, it's bigger than a. It's bigger than an A5 book. It's massive, and he. It's like a rust finish. Oh, I've and seen he, it. I've seen and it. he yeah. hand paints a drawing inside every one. So if underneath the back plate, and you open it up, there's a nice drawing. Painting. That's a nice little touch. Yeah, it's, it was is, just. Is really it usable cool. though? You say it's it a, is definitely usable. What I was going to say, the problem is for, it has for to, me and Matt, it's definitely usable. Right, okay. yeah. The thing is, I I got the oscillation and tuned it to like a drone note on the guitar, and right. then kind of run a load of effects through, it and it sounds awesome for that kind of crazy fuzz oscillation soundscape thing. Yeah. The problem is, it has to be the first thing in your signal chain because I and I I plugged my guitar, my music man, straight into that into the amp, and it didn't work. Okay. The Music Man's got a preamp in it. It's an uh, active circuit, and it has to be okay. the first thing in your signal chain. Otherwise, it doesn't work. So right. you couldn't get it to work with your Music Man? No. It won't work with the Music Man, because Music Man's got a preamp so you can't in it. use anything... You can't active. use anything active. Joe's oh, about to jump well, in here to there say you go. The, the I mean, Music Man shouldn't win. Thought. <laughs> who'd have thought? So, yeah, that was the only... And it wasn't explained, and, and when I spoke to um, the guy, he was like, oh, right, yeah, yeah, but it's... it's it, not entirely sure why but I'm guessing there's something in the oscillation side that stops it for the fuzz works the oscillation doesn't work basically. right okay I see um, weird but really cool a totally like non-pedal board friendly but it're one of those things like if you've only got two pedals and you're playing like a doom band get that just that and okay, okay. some sort of ridiculous delay pedal and that's it one last thing to talk about the TC Electronic third dimension Jay you uh, sort of took a liking to this last night I did yeah so Joe's been going on about this for ages which normally um, means it's rubbish which normally means it's rubbish <laughs> and again I, 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 I don't mean to keep going on about the shoulda couldas but I really wanted the Flashback 2 or the Hall of Fame 2 to come into uh, for for TC on this uh, in this um, this category. genre category, thank you. Um, but after hearing the third dimension, I completely completely back down because it sounds fantastic. It does. So I've never I've never had a go on uh, 
the boss pedal that <laughs> may or may not be extremely similar to it and also has an extremely similar name to it. Um, For listeners that don't know, this uh, the TC uh, Third Dimension is their, their part of the new TC budget range and it is a complete copy of the... Uh, the Boss Dimension C. Yeah, which is the first ever dual circuit or dual BBD circuit chorus. The best colour ever. It's mauve. It is the The, best colour The TC and the the Boss pedal both mauve. And what makes it unique is the uh, controls are not rotary, but they're dealt with with four individual button Mm. presets for chorus. It's like like an old tube TV where you've got to push the buttons in to get the channels. That's great. It means that you can't get an unusable sound. Well, yes, that's true. So the the thing with this is that you've you've got four buttons on there and you can use any one of those you can use any one or four any one two three or four of those buttons at any one time to get different sounds and you can use them concurrently so 16 sounds so there's total. 16 sounds in there in in total um however i think there's more than that actually no no, no it is 16 no, wouldn't it be 17 because you can have all the controls you can't have anything off though can you yeah, you can you yeah. can turn yeah. all the buttons off and yeah. have a sound okay. as well. oh, so maybe it's 17. 17 i've done yeah. a demo review of it actually on the on the gap channel listeners if you want to see what i will say is um i and maybe this is down to me being uh neanderthal uh i could hear very little difference between any <laughs> of the uh yeah. four or 16 or 17 well, the, modes the funny thing is is that it's obviously based on the dc2 which was based on the old s DD320 rack unit where you could you had four buttons mm-hmm. and you could plug combinations in but that wasn't the intention Hey I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. It wasn't, it was like... a fault, I guess, yeah. from the engineering side. So when they made the pedal, they went, "Oh, you can't, you can't press them all in." And that was obviously the biggest thing that everyone said way back when they bought the DC two. Oh, I can't pl- do the combination. I don't, but I don't. And I mean, then, if, so it's, if it is an exact copy, I don't see why you would need to because I, I actually well, just thought it was a fantastic plug and play chorus. I couldn't, I, yeah. I couldn't tell four. the difference. I, I couldn't tell the difference between four. sound one, two, and three. Button four, four sounded, sounded great. Four sounded great. Four sounded better. And all of them not on sounded great. Yeah. I think it's yeah. like a depth thing. I think it just adds more depth. I think it's like 
I've got a feeling it's probably something like circuit one on its own, circuit one and two with low depth, circuit two on its own, and then circuit two and uh, one and two, but with like a much higher depth or something yeah. similar to that. Yeah, uh, it, it sound. I mean, I, it, we all know from this podcast, I'm not a big fan of chorus. With the buttons off, sounded nice because it was very subtle. And four with four button four pushed in on its own sounded really good. Yeah, everything else in between, I think, didn't really sound any different from when you had yeah, them but, off. So. You know, but <clears throat> you can't. You you find one sound that you like on a drive. Completely pedal. sure. Completely. Oh, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I just think maybe there's a reason that Boss didn't allow you to put all four buttons <laughs> sure. in. It doesn't make any difference. So yeah. yeah, that was my thoughts on it after hearing it last night. So what we should do. That's the full list of pedals. Oh, my word. We're now, we're now into uh, actually deciding what's going to be in our, our kind of top list. So... <clears throat> How do we do this? I think we've got to do locks again. We've got to do... Two each? Two things. Because there's 22 pedals, isn't there? So if we locked two things in each, that's eight. There's 21 pedals there, actually. Um, but, yeah, let's do... Let's lock two each that we think should be on there. And then those locks... At least three of those locks will have to come off. Is that the way to go? I think we. I think there's too many for that to work. I think what you should do is go through and we should say, does this hang in is this, this list? Is this top five material? Yeah, and I if agree. If it isn't top five material, I and agree. we can discuss them later. If okay. it's not top five material, then we chop it straight away. We get it down to ten to begin with. I think. Sure. Right. Okay. Or however many. Uh, there, there's twenty-one. So, JHS Pink Panther. Does that potentially hang in the top ten? I think with everything else we've got, maybe not. Because I know that not everyone was a massive fan of it. I really like it. It's on my pedal board, but I don't think it's I'm gonna year say, of the year enough. I'm going to say that 10 is a big number, so I'd be happy to leave the Pink Panther on there. Okay. Something like the orange fur coat, I'm going to say, probably doesn't hang with the rest of this yeah. list. So yeah. let's um, let's lop that one off. Um, Tate Electronics Booster. I'm quite happy for it to stay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about you guys. Game Changer Plus pedal. Yep. I think definitely, yeah. Yep. Okay. Line 6 Helix LT. Yep. No, I think get rid of it. No, it's definitely staying. <laughs> definitely I, think, staying. I think get rid of it. Definitely staying. Boss MS3. Definitely staying. I think get rid of it. No, that's got to stay. <laughs> Metaverse Electronics Warble Swell Deluxe Delay. Yeah, I like it. I like it, but... Is it top, just, is it top Well, 10? the thing is, is I don't five? think we... We didn't forget about it, and it's still a great pedal, but I don't think it's stuck in our minds It was a long time ago, but I do really like it. That's the thing. I yeah. really do like that Leave pedal. Leave it for now, then. Pelican Noise works 50-50. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Keep it in the top 10. Oh, I, I thought it was only okay. VS Audio Royal Flush Overdrive. I uh, I know me. you guys didn't like it. I really like I personally preferred it over the the 50-50. But it was a totally different thing to the the 50-50. I think there are better drive. drives. I it think was a great drive, don't get me wrong. But for me personally, there were other yeah. drives. I think it it's not it's going to get okay. cut from this round. Ground Control Amaterasu. 100% in yeah, there. Yeah, got to stay. Yeah. Rock Fabric Aqualung. <sighs> Cut it. Again, unfortunately, just just like great pedal. Yeah. They're just, uh, Is it as good as a, uh, such a golden tough brownie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> you know. Um, the Meris Polymoon. Hmm, I'm torn on this. I I loved this pedal. I um, didn't spend enough time. I don't think I spent an, uh, enough, like, personal time with it to really get the best out of it personal but, time well I do I have to go, I have to put I have to put personal time in you've got, you've got to put a bit of solo time into these things you know right. it's, uh, it's been at my house with an, an absolute entourage of other effects and I haven't used it that much so I'd say maybe if you, I, I really like it I love the idea I just think maybe I can do that weird soundscapey stuff with some other pedals that can also do usable yeah. stuff. I think 
Marius pedals and the company seem to be making some amazing stuff but they're, they're, they are amazing studio tools and I think maybe for us it's not the sort of thing that either four of us would probably use that much I agree and I think like you say if there was a rack version of it maybe that's the yeah. kind of market for this yeah um I, mean, I think the prices. price also, yeah, I think the price as well. Yeah, plays great pedal, it. great at what it does. You know, if you want a delay that basically doesn't sound like any other delay, fantastic. But I think for this list, it's just not quite, it doesn't quite fit. It's yeah. not that it's not good. Yeah. It just doesn't fit, I think, with what we're going for. Yeah. Um, yeah. Echoline Everest Drive, I think we're all in the yeah, grab should stay. Yeah. One of the best Old Blood ever. Noise, The Fault Overdrive. Mm. How do we I, feel? It's the thing is, I actually, I thought the VS sounded... I like the VS more than old blood noise. So I, if we've knocked yeah, out the VS, knocked out the VS I think we have to knock it okay, out. Okay, again, not a bad pedal, but very no, distinct well, sound. It's, like I said, it's made this list. It, well, like, exactly. No, nothing here we're saying is bad. I think it's. Uh, it was very, very, very specific. Earthquake. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely staying in. Earthquake this is, Data this Corruptor. This is one of the best pedals. This is a fantastic. I, I think we're going to be so totally split over this. We have to leave it in. First pass, yeah, we can okay. leave it. Yes. Um, the Head Rush. Absolutely staying. I agree, actually, because I think oh, we need to... later on in this okay. process, we have a okay. Head Rush versus Helix conversation. Yep. Um, Electromonics Canyon, I'm assuming we're going to yep. keep. Yep. The Moore Ocean Machine, I think the feedback I'm it didn't make it. is not... Uh, not too positive. Zonda circuitry tape deck. Mm, I, I, to be honest, I really like it, and I like the stuff that he's doing, and I've liked the other pedals that he sent us, and I'm looking forward to what we're going to do together in 2018. But maybe the Matverse is for for this kind of pedal is maybe the preferred one for me. Personally. Yeah, I, yeah, I oh, think so. I, re- th- I mean, this, I, I this made really my like boards like. But, I really like uh, but, it, but yeah, I'm just I, thinking when we come down to the nitty gritty, is it delay's is it, been good this year? Mm-hmm, there have been a yeah. lot of great delays. It, this is a great pedal, but I kind of I agree. Think, yeah, I I agree. I'm for, I'm I'm disappointed to agree because I think it looks great. Yeah, I think it. it I like what Alex is doing. I think it's yeah. Really I think cool, I think but. when you pose the question, like when you say there's a lot of delays out there, would you rather have at this preliminary stage? Would you rather hold on to the Pink Panther or the Xander? I would probably say the Pink Panther yeah. for now. I don't think that I'm not even sure the Pink Panther hangs in the top ten or top five because we've already got more than ten things. So we're going to have yeah. to go back around and cut more stuff. That yeah. was an interesting way to put it, and that actually made me think. Yeah, no, me, and Joe, I don't, me and Joe just locked eyes like Lady Matran. Yeah, well, well, yeah but, <laughs> I think if it came down to if I was talking about those two and we did I'd, give the Pink Panther a pass, I would have the Xander a hundred percent over the Pink Panther. Okay, well let's leave that for now. Uh, the Meador Electronics Hertz circuit. I think not enough of us have yeah. heard it, maybe. Yeah, and much. also, it sounds. Like it's not going to be ideal for most people. No. Yeah, <laughs> um, but a very, very cool. If you want something very different and very cool, there's like almost like a showpiece, but to have on your pedal board and do something wacky. Yeah, go for one of those. And I don't think they're tons of money either. No. Um, the TC Electronic Third Dimension. What well, an absolutely fantastic chorus, but I, I think there's we, we all know there's only so far a fifty pound chorus can go. Really, I see. I disagree. I I really really like it. I think it's a great pedal. Don't get me wrong. I think if someone really likes it, we've got to well, keep, keep it, it. For now until we go back yeah. round to the start. So we tried to lose ten. So we've got and one we to, to lose six. No, we didn't seven. try to lose ten. We've got to get down to ten. So we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen things on this. So what are we going to do? Pick to a one that's a hundred. We're going to have to. We're going to have to lock in. I think we. 
do we lock at this point? I think we've got to lose more. I think we've got to lose right. more. All right, so, okay. So, so... Which of these is... Like, what we could do, and it's not a lock for the top five, but for now, which of these can we not lose? If if I'm going to put one forward... Yep. Taking myself out of what I actually do, and in terms of something that I would put on my board tomorrow morning, that Everest drive. Okay. I think it, it has to, it has oh, to be there. Imagine if it wins again. But the thing is, <laughs> it sounds, I don't know it what they're doing, great. but it they're just, really good. Yeah. It sounds really good. It's brilliant. Yeah. It really is. I know people are going to be like, oh, but they picked one light. It's like, go and try it then. Go and try it and tell me that it's yeah. not absolutely amazing. Joey B, if you had to, if you got to lock one in, I would. I would have seconded Matt's choice uh, had he not already picked it. So in that case, I will go for the um, Electroharmonics Canyon. Okay, solid choice. Jay Cross. Um, I'm going to lock in the, the third dimension. Blimey. Yeah. Okay. I, I, honestly, I, I, I've really, really liked it. Okay, I'm going to choose to lock in Line 6 Helix LT because uh, I think... <laughs> That's the thing I've had most fun yeah. with at home this year. Um, so I'm going to lock that in. But what we could do now is go around and lock another one. Okay. And then we're getting we're getting down there. Then we've got two spots left, basically, to uh, to fill. To get a top ten. Okay. Then we've got to get down to a top five. Um, okay. So, it, um, Matt Knight, you're next. Well, this is the thing, right? So I really like the MS3. I know Joe Brand's about the MS3, but it was the listener's choice. And I'm just thinking, do we really put it into to best pedal because everyone said okay that's what they've picked but it, if, if we genuinely think it's one of the best pedals is I, it- I mean I, I do but I'm trying to take and if- I am taking myself out even if I didn't work for us I'd be like that is an absolutely brilliant piece of kit okay. I agree so I, think, I, um, I think if we were still gonna I think if we're going to I mean there are two other things that definitely need to be locked in here and that's the head rush because I, I don't believe we can talk about the helix without well that's the thing I wasn't sure we were going to competition gonna... that is the head rush or do and we do we MS3's... have do we do we have that now do we well, have that conversation that's what I was now say. do we lock in one of those two and we just have lose we've one locked, now we've locked the helix. yeah but do we have the conversation do between we, helix do we and unlock it okay sure I think but let's, does... let's lock the MS3 right now because um be, because we know the the MS3 is one of the best pedals that's come out this I, year. I think, and not that we should be totally swayed by what the listeners think, but if they've picked it as their best pedal, we should lock okay. that in to uh, some quite the opposite, way. Actually, I you think, think to forget about them, well, just, just ignore completely. them, just forget about Boston yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so uh, let's have the conversation now. Then, no, in fact, why don't let, we leave it till last? Let's wait. Let's wait. Let's lock in. Let's do. So we've got who just locked in the MS3, Matt, Matty, oh Bansom. Joe. Yeah. Okay, Matt, uh, so, yeah. lock in one more. Uh, the Amaterasu. Okay, excellent. The ground control Amaterasu. J Cross. The uh, plus pedal. The game changer plus pedal. Okay, so I'm going to lock in... Um... God, this is really difficult. Yeah. This is really <laughs> difficult lock? now. I'm going to lock in the... Listen, Mark, we all know that you're a secret Data Corruptor fan. I'm not, absolutely and not. He's got three of them on his pedal board. <laughs> well. Do you know what? Out of all that lot there, I'm going to lock in uh, the Mataverse Electronics Warble Swell Deluxe Delay. I think cool. that is yeah, my favourite out of those. So we've got so we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, one, two, that three, make sense. four, five, six, seven. Somehow we've locked in seven things. 
Didn't we pick two inch? Oh, no, we've... Yeah, but uh, there's also the Helix oh, and the Head Rush. Oh, yeah, because I, I yeah. locked in the Helix the first time yeah. around. So, okay, well, let's have that conversation. So now. does that mean, are we, ch- so are we saying that we the ones that we haven't mentioned then on the second pass, are we, are we saying that the Pink Panther, the Tape Booster, the 50-50, the Data Corruptor, I mean, and the Tape Deck? I think ultimately we need to get this down to five. Yeah. I so, think if we haven't picked them this time round, they're not yeah. going to make the top okay. five. Okay. So let's just um, colour those in red for those look actually looking at the spreadsheet. Um, which is the which four is, people sat around this table. Exactly, well, that's who I was, that's who I was talking to. Um, and then... Oh, it's a shame that you can't sync up Google Docs to an audio file, isn't oh, that'd it? Be, you, you <laughs> what I could do... You could do screen capture. On Acast, you can screen cap <laughs> and then put it... Yeah, I'm not going to do that. So we need to talk about Helix versus Headrush. Now... They're obviously a very, very similar product. And I don't think there's going to be room in the top five for both of them. They're no. big pedals. <laughs> exactly. They're very big. Um, so, Joe Brandon, what are your thoughts? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, so, okay. So, the thing the thing between the, the Helix and the Headrush, I... I think that the Headrush as a writing tool yeah. is an absolutely remarkable piece of equipment. The the criticism, and it's not so much a criticism of the of the Headrush as in sort of uh, a compliment towards the Helix, is that the sounds on the Helix are fantastic. They're incredibly, yeah. incredibly high quality, and they are better than the Headrushes. One, 100%, I think that's quite universally agreed. The, the uh, Helix as a unit sounds better than the Headrush. As a writing tool for creating stuff, for thinking of things on the fly, I think the Headrush runs rings around the Helix. Yeah. Runs absolute rings. Mm-hmm. Because you you don't need to read a massive manual and work out how to create something. And also, the kind of thing with the Helix is unless you know specifically what you want to create before you create it, I think you'd struggle to, to sort of make it. It's Whereas difficult. you can just try stuff yeah. on the Headrush, and I think that's invaluable. Mm. The fact is that I could sit around making stereo rigs, you know, changing out effects on the fly, changing out amps on the fly, just like that, like like just at the touch of a button. I could change mic placement. I could do all this stuff. It was like having 20 roadies and all the gear in the world yeah. on a touchscreen. The problem with that is is I find that you end up and what I when I messed around with it a bit is that you almost come up with like option paralysis. There's so much that actually you never do anything because you're constantly messing around and to me because it doesn't sound as good even if you create those sounds as a songwriting tool when you go out to perform it doesn't perform as well yeah. as the Helix. I I think Personally, and the thing is, is that I think the Helix LT looks really boring compared to the full Helix. I think the LT looks really boring. Well, because and the it Headrush does, it doesn't look the, amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think we can take that into account. Really, I think this is all about functionality yeah. and sound. And I think the sound benefits you get from the Helix outweigh the functionality benefits the, the, you get. The one thing from the I found funny at I think Nam when they had the head rush was they were like oh well it's got 11 HD expanded and they were like oh what does that mean he went well it's HD expanded <laughs> <laughs> and they, they couldn't really explain what it was they just it, and to me I was like is it just an 11 rack with a better processor in it yeah where the Helix felt like they'd actually the launch video for the Helix and they're like oh it's like four years in development and we we redesigned it three times felt like that was 
their heart and soul in that yeah. yeah. And the heel- and the head rush felt much more like we've seen what the head how popular the helix has been and here's a product that's because just like the 11 rack no, was one of the most complicated and confusing products to yeah use, yeah yeah uh, what it feels like to me is <clears throat> the helix is a culmination of the what things have the things that line six have done in the gap between like pod two and now like all those things i think have been missed opportunities i think pod hd from what i the brief time i spent with it not great um x3 you know all those iterations of pod from in between the kind of first one when they were the only people doing modeling to now i think have kind of been failed experiments to get to the helix Mm. the helix feels like a real finished product all the you know all the amps um modeling that they've been working on over those years all the effect modeling they've been working on it kind of feels like a bit of a celebration of line six almost Mm. And the way they put it, and particularly in the LT, obviously the flagship Helix is a great unit. The LT, because it's that much more affordable, it's 700 quid, 700 pounds, is that right? Uh, no, the, 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 what, the... LT, Helix LT. Oh, the LT is, oh, it is now, it is currently 700 pounds. Yeah. Um, it, it, you know, that to me feels like it's not that far out of my reach uh, in terms of, you know, what I could afford. Um, with the head rush it almost feels like that's their starting product. Um, you know, it feels like they've come up with a really good concept to do, you know, the touchscreen and how easy it is to use. And the next versions of the head rush are going to be even better. And yeah, absolutely. Maybe even like, you know, further firmware upgrades for this version of the head rush will be even better. Line 6 feels like a more finished product sound-wise. That's, yeah, that's my right. argument. And that's why I'm going to propose leaving the head the helix on the list rather than the head rush I, I loved using the head rush I had a really good evening just chopping stuff in and out and dropping things in and then I played the helix and I was extremely frustrated with how the interface works mm. once you got over that initial ire I think actually it was kind of worth it because okay. it sounds a bit better yeah it sounds, you're it probably sounds, right it sounds if I was noticeably gonna, better I'm going to agree with you it, like sort of as a product but like if if I was going to take one home right now, I'd take the head rush home. Yeah. Um, and I'd, I'd use that and I'd find ways to make it sound great. But um, yes, I think as a product, I think you're absolutely right. The fact that, you know, like last month, Line 6 did a firmware update and we're just like, oh, here's 20 new bass amps. Just so, you know, it was that was the same as them releasing a new a new bass product. What, you know? What's <laughs> funny? All it was is a firmware update. Yeah. And you just all of a sudden just meant that all bass players suddenly had a new multi-effects on the market. It yeah. cost them nothing. What, what's, what's strange is that they've made the LT and it's the same screen. It's a slightly smaller box with the same processor and the same sounds. It's just not got the scribble screens, basically. It has yeah. little screens with it. And it's kind of like, well, yeah. I mean, you don't necessarily need those. No. Because you're not looking at the floor the whole time. It's got less buttons on it, so I think you can do you can do less stuff yeah. on the fly. So it's got less switches. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if are we in agreement that the Head Rush is a fantastic product yeah. um, and it, it will, I think, if they continue down that road, they could easily produce a Helix killer, definitely. Mm. Um, but I think for now, the Helix LT is a stronger product. Yeah. yeah. That's, I think yeah. that sounds Well, the fair. thing is they started it off, they were the next generation of multi-effects and they've kind of been, they're still, it's, it's the same, well, it is the same as the Helix, it's just slightly stripped down for a cheaper price yeah 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 okay so we're saying Helix uh, makes it through 
Mm. And unfortunately, the head rush didn't quite make it through this time, although, again, a, a fantastic product. So we've got one, two, three, four, uh, five, six, seven, eight products to now oh, uh, no. dwindle down to five. <laughs> um, how do you want to do this? Are we going to do like a super lock now? I think that has to be the way to do it. Um, so... Game Changer Plus Pedal, Helix LT, Boss MS3, Metaverse Electronics, Warble Swell, Deluxe Delay, Ground Control, Amateratsu, the Echo Line Everest Drive, Electronics Canyon, TC Electronic Third Dimension. J Cross, what's your super lock? So four of these eight are going to get is, locked I've, I in. I think I've got my top five. I think I've got my five. I think we should. I think we should do that. I think there's, and maybe if something doesn't get a vote, we'll just go. All right. I well, think I'll we should. I it. think we should do that because I think there's too many good pedals there for it to. Yeah, oh, I, I, I actually I think if we all vote a top five and nothing gets, and we'll just cut it out straight away. That might. Yeah, okay, make fine. It okay, well, or, or is that? Yeah, but then if anything gets a lot of votes, then we'll just go. Well, it's definitely in the top five. Well, I tell you what, don't do your don't top. Do numbers. Don't, don't number them. Just say which five. So, okay. well, in that case, which which is that? How many, how many is there? Seven. Eight. Three. Eight. Four. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. So, which three aren't in the top five? Then that's the way. That's to do yeah, it. yeah, exactly that. Okay. Oh, so wait, say which three aren't in your Are top not five? In the top yeah. five. Okay, or we could just say. No, I think it'd be better to say which ones are in it for okay. one's top five. Fine. Okay. Okay, Jay. My top five in that case are... Oh, God. Uh, the Everest. Okay. The Third Dimension. Yep. The uh, Amaterasu. Yep. Can you cut can you cut that and just Am- use that as well? <laughs> how is how do you say it? I say amateratsu, but I'm not even sure but if that's But you 100%. said the 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 TSU is su. su. The, uh, so it's amateratsu. The amateratsu. Yeah. Yeah. Um the uh plus pedal. Yep. And the <laughs> MS3. Boss um, MS3. I'm going to make it easy. Okay. I've got the exact same five. What? You're oh, not. Uh, neither of you are having the canyon. No. Oh yeah. What? what? No. Oh, I'm not. Actually, that's that's like a close. That's the close actually, sick no, for me. Mm, no, because actually, out of you all the out of all the gear kidding. this year, you're kidding. Out of all the gear this you, year, actually, I prefer those five. Yeah. You're kidding me, Joe Branton. This is. Okay. And, I, I, and the reason okay. I, I thought this, I was like really happy when this podcast started because I was like, ah, oh, the first one where I, I kind of think that I sort of <laughs> gained some respect for you three. Wallies. But the thing is, that the reason I picked the third dimension, I know it's probably going to shock lots of people, is that actually I've got a DC2, and I think for people who want one who don't want to fork out 300 quid, yeah, you can go and buy one for 50 quid. And okay. it sounds pretty good. I don't think it sounds as good as the original, but it sounds bloody good. But the Canyon is amazing. So, Joey B. Stupid. Stupid. Right. Um, can I put all five of mine on the canyon? No. <laughs> <laughs> you unfortunately cannot. Right. Okay, fine. That's all right. Mark might pick the canyon as well. Uh, and then he'll get two votes. He'll be yeah, fine. Whatever. The uh, the canyon. Okay. The, uh, the, um, <laughs> the uh, oh, was it? The, uh, what was that electroharmonics pedal? Uh, the, oh, yeah, the canyon. Yeah. Uh, the Everest Drive. Okay. 
the helix. Okay. <laughs> the tension. He's trying, to, he's trying to work out tactically how we can end up at stalemate, I think. <laughs> um, we do all take a home at some point, Joe. <laughs> Listeners to this podcast, Joe's, I can see beads of sweat We're pouring down. Six. I just, <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't not give the, give an extra point to the canyon. <laughs> to the canyon, yeah. Can I do that? No. no. <laughs> so you've, you've, that's two for you, isn't it? What? You've done no, two. You did the canyon. He's done three. The Everest. And the Helix. Okay, Helix. so three. So you've got two oh, left. Oh, have I? Yeah. yeah. You've got two left. Canyon, Everest. Helix. Helix. Oh, God. I'm going to have to go. So I'm going to have to give the MS3 a point. Okay. Um, And although I don't think that should be scoring as highly as it is in comparison to some of the other really innovative stuff that's here. Yeah. It is very innovative. Um and I don't really I don't really like anything else on there so I'll just have four. No no you've got to do another one. No it's fine. No that's like a, I'm not that into any gonna, of the others. Joe just because you're going to give another point to something that isn't what that isn't the order that it goes in. No no just put one more. Uh, fine the, the third dimension. Third dimension. Okay fine. So I don't understand your dimension. reluctance. No you, no I you, really like that pedal. Well what's the problem then? Okay so because on, the third dimension currently. Is that's o- that's only a top five. That right. isn't okay. It's, it was right. So I'm going to go Helix LT. So I'm going to add another one there. I'm going to go Ground Control Amaterasu. Um, I'm going to go uh, Everest Drive. Um, I'm going to go Electronics Canyon. Um, and Mup hack him Radio G I mean you're clearly not going to go for the chorus pedal I don't care about the game changer plus pedal I've got to admit Helix LT I voted for MS3 hmm, not going to go for the Mataverse this time around Amaterasu you've gone for do you know what? Actually, I am going to go for the Metaverse, oh. and I'll give it one mark because I think it deserves one mark. Okay. So even with one mark, the I guess we Mataverse, take that one. The Metaverse oh. goes. So we're now down to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven things. Does that mean that MS3, the Amaterasu, and Everest Drive, and the Third Dimension automatically go through because they got the most votes. So we just this is why we, this is why we place. should have voted for what we were cutting out, not what we were keeping. No, this is better. I like this more. So yeah, so anything with three or four of those votes gets kept. So that's the Third Dimension, that the is Everest Drive, criminal. So we're talking Amaterasu about So a pedal MS3 a EQ pedal, <laughs> a EQ pedal is is scoring higher than you one of the most EQ. innovative. Delays. I just you. didn't care about the Amaterasu. So we've but got. But the thing with the canyon, the thing, the thing with the canyon is, it. Don't get me wrong. It's great, Joe. It really is great. But is great. you guys all played it more than anything else last night. Not more than the Everest Drive. Yeah. Not more than the Amaterasu. Um, I think that's the thing. It's not, not just more than the Mark third dimension. Literally wouldn't stop playing. Not more than the third dimension. The thing is, is it's a. Gr- it really is a great delay pedal. It is, but it's. Just another delay pedal. Right, so we've got three things left to fill the final spot. The Game Changer Plus pedal, Helix LT, or the Electro Harmonics Canyon. Um, uh, Jay Cross, if you were going to pick one of those, where would you go? 
I personally I would go Game Changer Plus okay I can tell where this is going Matt Knight where are you going I'm going to pick the canyon <laughs> okay Joe Branton where are you going e- evidently the canyon you're going the Electronics Canyon I'm going to go for the Helix LT but <laughs> but that does mean that with two votes the Electronics Canyon goes through to the final five of the uh, so the Helix doesn't make it after well, all think, of that I unbelievable think, I think the thing is with the Game Changer well, is great but I know it's not something we always take into consideration, but it is expensive. How much is it? Are you, nearly... suggest, are you so? Are you suggesting that the Helix should be in instead of the Canyon? No. Oh, okay. No, because basically <laughs> the game the game changer is is at the moment the game changer is two nine nine, but once they go to distributors and dealers, it's going to be three hundred and forty nine. And I think that's a lot. It's a lot for, for one effect. Considering basically. that Electroharmonics released the Super Ego, which does, which is basically a multi-effects with a freeze function as well. I think as a soundscaping tool, maybe it is a tad on the high side. I'm I'm very surprised that the Helix hasn't made it to the end. Well, I thought, I'm gutted. I thought you guys were going to fight harder for it. I mean, obviously Matt's not going to because you know. He's gonna get. He's, he'll get the sack if uh, if a line six product wins. The Helix should I'm definitely not, have been I'm, in there. I'm not going to because I don't think the third well, dimension probably, you, should you have chose, got. I think, but Joe, you say that it should have been in there, but you decided to throw your weight behind just another delay pedal, think, which <laughs> you're going to throw into a box, which is going to be in the back of your cupboard, and you won't ever look at again until you uh, eventually get kicked out of your house for owning too many pedals <laughs> and drinking too much booze and not being able to afford to pay your rent. Well, can, would, I, um, would, can I say something about I the Helix? I can't believe the third dimension and the Amaterasu. Uh, I genuinely think we should think about re-looking uh, at this no, list. But the uh, thing about Amaterasu and the third dimension I'm, do I'm, not deserve I'm to gonna, be top five. I'm throwing something out there now. Last minute emergency. No, because the thing about change. the Helix is the Helix is old. This all this is is a slightly redesigned scale, but for down less money. Holding. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. It's still, yes, it it's does. nothing they new made it for super this year. Affordable. It, I think. I, it, I think no, it does I matter because I, I, I agree. I agree, and I do think that Joe. I think you're completely right. It should be in there <laughs> instead of the Canyon, which is well, just another delay pedal. I guess the thing is, it, if you go in between those two, but I don't know. I. I enjoyed playing the Canyon more, so as a personal gear of the year, I would have the Canyon over the, the LT. Is the third dimension, right, of those things that are on there, the thing that I like the least is the third dimension. Okay. Is it, I know it's only 50 quid. Oh, it's which, fantastic. Like, it is a fantastic unit, but I kind of, I also think the third dimension could equally have ended up just getting an honorable mention for being wonderful that you've got one of the best uh, chorus pedals ever made in an affordable box with the with the retro controls they've made something that was absolutely unobtainable super affordable what a wonderful thing to do well maybe maybe we take the third dimension out and bring in the helix I mean I'd be totally happy with that why are we doing that instead of taking if I can just uh, go back to my original point just another delay pedal instead of the helix but it's, a it's just another drive pedal just another chorus and just another i don't know what the amaterasu is supposed to be the amaterasu is a make good oil which is what we are all about which is what we have been all about since day one <sighs> i think the for me the only sense because you know I, the I, helix has probably got like a, a, a make good or a function yeah but i'm not going to buy one the helix needs absolutely for me needs to be in this top five i, I feel like it doesn't for me but i'm I'm willing to if, if if three other people then I'm outvoted. So if if you had to swap it for one of the pedals in that five that are there, what would you swap it out for? Uh, well, if I'm going for stuff that I would own in terms of a rig, 
that would be my five. But if I had to swap it out, I would swap out the third dimension for Helix LT because I actually think the DC2 is a better sounding pedal. <laughs> but Joey B. Yeah, I'd, I'd second that. Well, I'd say the Amaterasu, but I'm tactically voting now. <laughs> yeah, of course he is. Of course he is. Jay Cross, if you had to take one of those out to bring in the Helix LT. Uh, the Amaterasu. Oh, no! <laughs> Just do what you need to do, honestly. I'm uh, I, I'm only here to make sure the bills get paid at the end of the month. So I, I appreciate the fact that my, my opinion counts for less than everyone well, else's. So I think the thing is, is that what we're doing? If what we, we need to do is is just you know go against everything that I've I've rallied for since the, since the beginning of this episode. That guys, that's fine. I really, I don't mind you coming around to my house and drinking my tea, <laughs> using my electricity, and I don't mind you doing that. If if you feel like you need to completely undermine everything that I've gone well, with, so that Joe can have a little uh, little cry about the fact that he needs another delay pedal like that's, that fi- that's fine that's fine honestly the thing is if, if we're if we're saying that much why don't we just put why don't we just be radical and just put the helix lt and the third dimension a joint fifth and just say we just no we can't we do that split. that's no fun that's no fun I, I, it well if the thing is if you bring in the helix lt it has to be fifth yeah, i don't think course, go yeah, higher yeah, of than course that. of course of course i would feel way more comfortable with our list I mean, the two. The thing is, I haven't heard that many people talk about the LT because the Helix has already been out. No, the Helix LTs are everywhere. I have. Yeah, LTs are everywhere. Like it is all I'm hearing about. Yeah, I'm hearing a lot of people we can do to keep them in stock. I I think people are buying LTs over regular Helix. Mm. People, yeah, that they are like they are super. I I don't know if there's anything different, but then maybe the third dimension isn't either. I mean, that raises a valid point. You know, because we had the same argument with the Gibsons last gear of the year. But I think, you know, they were more... This is... And we actually, in the last podcast, we said the same thing about the Black Star Fly 3. It is just a Fly 3 with Bluetooth. This is just a Helix that's already come out with less on it. It's a lot less money. It's 400 quid less. It's a lot less money. Like, it's Only recently, only within the last week, because it wasn't, it was 999. Uh, no, no, it wasn't. It's never been nine nine nine. It was, it was, not, it was, it was released it was, at nine nine nine. Well, then it hit the shelves at seven nine nine. It was it, it, seven nine nine is where it sat for ages. Yes, it has been the the price has dipped recently, but uh, it's seven nine nine was. I tell you what, but I, th- I, will, I, I, think I will concede. I, think I will concede the third dimension if Joe concedes his third dimension to my house <laughs> that sounds far too much like a, a paid uh, deal I don't want to see Joe's third dimension <laughs> I just I just think that the two I think that are up for debate because I don't think the canyon is now up for debate I think that's kind of locked I think the two that are up for debate are the Amaterasu and the third dimension if you had to ditch one of those two to get the helix on this list which one would it be the Amaterasu Matt Knight the third dimension Joe Branton He's already if said the Amaterasu. Uh, if if it, he said it a minute if ago, it's, no, if it's if it's like a, a, a if we're talking like a personal choice now, I guess rather than sort of what I think I need to say to try and get what yeah, I want absolutely. to win. Yeah, the, I think I I do not care about the Amaterasu. I absolutely oh, it's so don't good, care. About though. It. It's so good. Whatever. That's the thing, Whatever. It? Turn your bass and treble up, guys. Did you not hear? That's all it was doing. You can do that on the amp face. No, I don't think you. I think rubbish, it's doing something rubbish. more than that. Pedals that just slightly stack your EQ, you can just turn your EQ. No, because altering your amp's EQ is different to putting something in the front end. It is different I, to altering not, your internal amp EQ. As much as I love the Amaterasu, I've, I'm willing to concede because I think the that Helix is absolutely unbelievable. 
I, unbelievable. I think the helix is so an incredible bit of actually, kit. Actually, who lost out the most here? Me. <laughs> I didn't want the Helix and, and I've somehow got that in there and we've lost the Amateur I mean, don't get me wrong I'm, I don't really like the third dimension but I feel politically to get this moving along we're going to have no, to No I've ditch. already said I'll, I'll consider, if, that's, if that's what needs to happen if everyone else I, I, if I'm the only one then then do it like that's fine yeah, but Joe because just said that he likes the third dimension more than the Amaterasu. I definitely do, 100%. Well, in that I case, think I, think, great. I think Amaterasu has to come off this list and we put in Line 6LT, Helix LT. It has to be that way, and it is a shame because the Amaterasu is a great bit of kit. But I think we need to... I think that's a shame, but... I think it has to be this way. So... We need to rank these things. Well, Helix LT is going to be fifth, right? It's got to be fifth, I think, because of the, the way that this has played out. Um, so we're left with Boss MS3, Echoline Everest Drive, Electromanics Canyon, <laughs> and TC Electronics well, I Third think Dimension. The, I think the Third Dimension be fourth, because if we've had to, like... I think you're right. So I think, I think, but the I think you're. Fourth. I think you're right, but I don't like where this is going. <laughs> no, but the thing is, I think in terms of how we've just discussed, I think the LT has to be fifth, and the dimension has to be fourth because of the way that we've had to switch everything round. So basically, our yeah, top yeah. three have to yeah. be. Oh. The Everest drive. I love that I've got the canyon into <laughs> the, the canyon. top three when I was the only one who likes it. And the MS3. And I'm going to I put it out there. I think the MS3 should be third. So it's already I. come first in the <laughs> listener's choice. So do I, unfortunately. So do I. So I think the top two are the Everest drive or the canyon. And I'm going to throw it out there. I want the canyon to win. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> How is this happening? Um, okay. okay, but well, the thing is... We're, we're Listen, saying, Joe. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's great that you're finally showing your true colours as the uh, as the total guitar reader that you that you've always oh, dreamt no. of being. No, no. Honestly, mate. I think it's. I think it's great that you and you know your dad and like your uncle and all those all those teachers that you really liked at school. I think it's great that you're all. You've all got the same opinion. It's, it's fantastic, mate. Really, I'm really pleased for I'm you. Sorry, I'm Getting sorry. Getting caught plugged into your uh, Marshall MG one one two at your gig <laughs> with your canyon. Are you seriously saying that the canyon is is the canyon is not better than the Echoline? <sighs> I don't really want the Echoline to win because <laughs> I don't want it to win best pedal two years running. How much is the Echoline? One hundred ninety five. Oh, that's such that, a reasonable price. Mm, I was going to say there's a lot of money. I see, I it's th- not I for a drive, though. I not think the MS3 is the best of those three. Well, so do I. But I'm trying to. I was. I don't. Well, think, I was worried about the, polit- the post. I think the MS3 is the best political. of those three. I don't think the MS3 is the best of those three. I'm with I, packs. I think the Canyon is the best of those three. The Canyon's a really good delay pedal. The, yeah, the Canyon is a... It, you're right. Oh, the Canyon is a really yeah, but the good... Delay, I think the delay sounds in the MS3 are better than the ones in the Canyon. Here's one for you. Last night, we had the Canyon and the TC Electronic Hall of Fame. What do we spend the most time playing out of those two? The new TC Electronic Hall of Fame. What? The the Electroharmonics uh, delay or the TC Electronic reverb? Yeah, we played more oh, time yeah, with sorry, the you're uh, right. yeah, TC yeah. Electronic I'm sorry, delay. For some reason, I thought we had the, 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 the uh, flashback. The MS3 wouldn't do... Octaving, octaving up. Oh, you know that really Delays. usable, lovely, that nice sounding really delay. Yeah. The thing that's that's what I'm worried though. Are we basing the fact that the canyon can do an octave shift on its repeats, which they already did in another pedal three years ago? 
we can't give this to the Everest Drive. It sounds can, great, can't though. can't we, though? It, 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 the thing is, it was one of those pedals where we plugged it in and everyone went, yeah. And I th- and in fact, if we'd have done Gear of the Year last night, I don't think there's any doubt we would have all gone, yeah, the Everest is probably the No, I don't. I'll tell you what, if we'd have done it last night, you guys would have picked the canyon. You were practically licking that pedal, all of you. <laughs> I did lick like, it when you weren't looking. <laughs> but the no, thing but is... All that- of you loved the canyon yesterday. I came into this so sure that I was going to agree with people for a change. <sighs> I'm just you are you're agreeing with your old mate Mark Packham the thing know? is it, it, I and, think, and, we're so and alike course, and of course all of uh, the readers of Total Guitar <laughs> the, the thing and, is uh, and Music Radar <laughs> yeah. it's just I, you're with your people now Joe for gear and every time it's come down to the last two I'm like I'd actually be happy with either two but I, if I was going to buy one the thing is the Canyon's only 100 quid but then price shouldn't 130. really... 130. Uh, yeah. Maybe price shouldn't really... It shouldn't, well, it's got factored to some extent. But I also think you need to compare it to the other things. So, like, how much is a uh, flashback? It's probably around that sort of money, isn't it? How much can you get a decent-sounding overdrive for? This is, this I would say you could get a decent-sounding overdrive for less than £195. I don't pounds. know if you can, though. Well, not, well, you can, but I think the kind of part of the market now is people are like, no, that's where... That's where Boutique drives are st- the standard price. I think yeah. one nine nine. I've got an idea. Line six Helix LT at number one, and then <laughs> How we about work MS3 backwards at number there. one, and then Helix LT at number five, and we just sandwich the rest in all the right, middle. So some... let's let's all. So who's who's going Echo Line Everest Drive? Matt Knight. Are you going there? Or are you going Canyon? Are you going for a drive? Or are you going for a... But then maybe I put the MS3 there. tool. <laughs> maybe we can't put the MS3 there. The MS3 for me feels like a perfect product product to sit at number three. And the, the reasons for it are... Is it because it's got the number it's three It's got the number the three name. in it. No, oh, okay. it's like... It's got some... Obviously some fantastic features and it goes well above mm. and beyond what a multi-effects does. Mm. But because of what it is, it's also quite it's limited in some ways like the effects loops for example not being able to split the effects loops so you can only either have drives essentially which you put in the effects loop before the rest of the effects or you can use the drives and stuff or the drives and modulations in there and then only use the effects loops for delays and reverbs I think that is quite a limiting factor which is why I think it's a number three product just thinking about all right, so think about the Everest drive and the Canyon so last year Echo Line. Then after the the Gear of the Year, I bought it, and it's the only pedal that stayed on my pedal board for an entire year. Of every board I built, I've gone. I have to put that on there because it's just got the the sound that I want. You but were if away I bought, for three months. But if I bought a, if I bought a can, <laughs> if I bought a Canyon, no doubt I'd find another delay sound or another delay pedal that would probably replace it. But I've got a feeling if I put the Everest drive on my board, I probably also wouldn't want to take oh, it off. Come on, that is absolute. No, because I've rubbish. got I've got ten drives. delay pedals, and I can't, and they all do a similar thing. Drives are the ultimate, like and they not, are the ultimate snake oil effect. Like, but I think, but this, that doesn't matter because if it, like there's always there's always a new clone clone. Like, yeah, but this isn't a clone clone. Yeah. This isn't a clone of anything. No, I know, but in in three months there'll be something else. There'll Will be another there, Holy Grail. Yeah, but. I think that's great because if you can find your sound, that's perfect. But with a delay pedal, it's okay, so just another saying, delay pedal. You're saying Everest Drive, Jay Cross. What are you saying? Then I'll tell you what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying Everest Drive as well. 
Matt Peckham. I'll tell you what's a great sounding pedal. The ground control audio Amaterasu. <laughs> <laughs> you were the one who decided oh. to... Yeah, exactly. No, that no, 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 no. Keep place. that chopped. Keep that chopped. What if we got rid of the canyon and no. put on the ground control absolutely. audio Amaterasu? Yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely. absolutely. Canyon, canyon is a second place pedal. I disagree completely. It's definitely second place. Yeah, but then we could just take the third dimension off and then replace it with the amateur no 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 way no the amateur no one's ever actually going to put that but on then the board think, uh, the problem the other problem is is that every everyone it, the canyon has one if i go to the the electroharmonics website you can't deny the fact it's one about eight readers awards yeah, yeah but it is it, uh, but this, then is it like will it stick will we I guess we have to oh ask the God. question it's, will we be thinking the same thing it's not next year is it will we be thinking the same thing next year or will we go God Electroharmonics have got another delay pedal I think the Canyon 2 I think they will have brought out other delay pedals but what I think about this is think how long something like the flashback has been around and is still being bought I think this is the true successor to the flashback, you know, a multi-style digital, multi-effect style digital delay in a single housing that does a lot of stuff. Like you said, Matt, it's even got those hidden parameters mm. under the thing. I just think, I just think it's a better pedal than the Everest. Not a better pedal. I don't mean that because the Everest Drive obviously is, you know, hand-built and it's got, you know, it's built in the UK and it's a bit more money and it's, it's very boutique. But I can see the canyon you know when people used to come in and go oh, I just need a delay pedal to do a load of stuff you'd go okay yeah, here's a flashback here's DD7 thanks <laughs> <laughs> um, I can see the canyon being that pedal really yeah, for, for the amount of for electron the next, for the next two three weeks months. for the next two weeks well, and the electronics yeah, bring out something electronics else electronics doesn't always work like that yeah of course they bring out stuff all the time but for example you know has the satisfaction fuzz replaced the big muff no of course no, it's it hasn't. not no no but the the the, I haven't tried the flashback too. I haven't had a chance to. Joe said he was going to bring one and decided that you know he had this agenda that he was going to make the canyon win from the start. <laughs> so uh, I, is the Electroharmonics Canyon that much better than the, the flashback two? Um, I mean, I've only heard of flashback two in the demos I've demos. seen of the flashback two are absolutely fantastic. But the de- is, I- so is it going to be the pedal that replaces how stuff much? Like how that? much is a flashback two? The same money, hundred and thirty quid. Is it definitely that? Uh, yeah. Or did I just say that earlier and now we've taken that as gospel? Uh, they're 160. Okay. So that's quite a lot. Well, I mean, it's a fair amount more money. I. This is so tough. Well, it's a total stalemate. It's a stalemate, isn't it? I can. I can't. I'm, I'm, I. For the sake of moving it on. Okay, I mean. For the sake of moving it on, because we're going to have. The, both of these pedals are going through to the final anyway. Well, yeah, exactly. So we're going to have to have that argument again and, later. And the Echoline won last year. Yeah, that's not so, something to consider, though. No, I don't think we should consider that. But I think for most of our listeners... No, I was going to say it won last year, so maybe we put it in second and put the canyon first and then we just move on. Well, yeah, but we shouldn't consider that as part of why we're putting a number one or two. I think for most of our listeners, the canyon is going to be a more useful pedal and one they're more likely to end up buying as part of their rig and for yeah. that reason I think it should be number one it's fine <laughs> so 
<laughs> How far are we out on this podcast? Um, oh, I've, I've accidentally just put the Helix uh, LT at um, number one. Sorry, lads. I think this podcast has run to nearly two hours. I think actually it's going to be yeah, it's nearly two hours. Oh, so um, from the from number five, the he- Lysix Helix LT at number five, uh, the TC Electronic Third Dimension at four, the Boss MS3 at three, the Echoline Everest Drive at two, and the Electro Harmonics Canyon sits pretty at number one on our best pedal list. But that is not all we've still got another half of this episode should should we because some of the other categories are shorter yeah i was going to say should we do best accessory and then tomorrow do best base thing and 2016's gear let's do that okay year. let's do best accessory we have a, i'm worried that we're going to end up at like three hours because we, we, we could do all three of those categories tomorrow. i think we should do all three of them tomorrow yeah okay let's do that in that case so, we'll so, wrap up now. so tomorrow we'll have 2017's best gear of 2016 Best bass thing and best accessory. How does that work for you? Sounds Perfect. Good. Sounds good. All right, thanks for listening again uh, th- today. It's been an absolute marathon. I feel like this has been the hardest one we've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> this Blimey. is the only the only other time I've been this worked up was the uh, the great Deco versus Soul Food <laughs> oh, debate of 2014. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Right, time to go and get Joe some beers. <laughs> Let's, uh, let's wrap it up. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow. Cheers, Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.